Welcome to episode two of Tech Brood. I'm your host, Greg Doig. If you love technology like I do, yes, you're in the right place again. So let's get started with this past week's top headline technology news. Talking about boosting collaboration in Google Workspace with Adobe Creative Cloud from an article over on Google.com, where they say, Every day, individual people and creative teams combine Google Workspace with Adobe Creative Cloud to bring their best ideas to life and delight their customers or friends across photography, design, video, 3D design, and more. In fact, Adobe's add-on for Google Workspace has had over a million installs and counting. By partnering with Adobe, Google says they're helping people boost creative collaboration wherever and however they work together. And they can benefit from a potential tenfold increase in productivity that results from things like shared libraries and styles across all the apps that they use. From Google again, they announced the general availability of Ubuntu Pro Images on Google Cloud, which will provide customers with an improved Ubuntu experience, expanded security coverage, and integration with critical Google Cloud features. In partnership with Canonical, they're making it easier for customers that have fully embraced open source to ensure security and compliance for their most mission-critical and enterprise workloads. With Ubuntu Pro on Google Cloud, you now have access to features like the 10-year lifetime security updates provided by Canonical and security updates and a guaranteed upgrade path while you use the product. Here's a story from NVIDIA. They're going to end driver support for Windows 7, 8, and 8.1 later this year. Found this news at windowscentral.com where they wrote, You need to know that NVIDIA will end driver support for Windows 7, 8, and 8.1 this October. The company's going to focus on Windows 10 going forward, which is what the vast majority of gamers with NVIDIA hardware currently run. And presuming NVIDIA will also support Windows 11. NVIDIA said the vast majority of their GeForce customers have migrated to Windows 10 operating system. They also say that in order to ensure GeForce owners experience the best possible security support and functionality, NVIDIA will now focus on the Windows 10 operating system. Here's news from Microsoft. Their Defender for Endpoint mobile app just got better from an article over at WindowsCentral.com again. Microsoft announced the new Defender for Endpoint iOS and Android tools. Notable features include jailbreak detection for iOS, as well as Microsoft Tunnel VPN integration for Android. And this app will work with non-enrolled Intune devices. Announcement from Dish and Dell, they're launching a cloud-native OpenRAN, which is Radio Access Network, based on 5G network. Dish plans on supporting its 5G network by deploying Dell Open Hardware and software infrastructure in the new partnership announced by both companies. Microsoft announced they're going to stop publication of drivers for Windows 7. They say that organizations using the Extended Security Updates program will still be able to manage drivers through Windows Server Updates servers. The switch is due to SHA-1 Trusted Root Certificate Authority expiring for the operating systems. If your PC still runs Windows 7, you may have to find a new way to manage your drivers. On June 17th, Microsoft discontinued the publication of drivers to Windows Update for Windows 7 Service Pack 1, Windows Server 2008, 
and Windows Server 2008 R2. Organizations that still use systems running these operating systems will have to use other options, including Windows Server Update Services, or WSUS. Another one from Google, they're updating their Authenticator app ahead of iOS 15's upcoming built-in code generator. This story comes from MacRumors.com. Google has updated its two-factor authentication Authenticator app for iOS with a new privacy feature that lets users require Face ID or Touch ID before displaying two-factor account authentication codes. Previously, fingerprint or facial authentication was only required when exporting accounts. Now, though, upon activating Google's privacy screen feature in version 3.2.0 of the app, Face ID or Touch ID is required in order to show newly generated codes. This requirement can be set to show in time intervals of 10 seconds, 1 minute, or 10 minutes. Google also added a search bar to the top of the app to let users search for accounts within the app. Here's something from Microsoft and GitHub. They're bringing an AI programming tool to GitHub called Copilot. Microsoft says GitHub Copilot is an artificial intelligence pair programmer that helps you write code faster and with less work. GitHub Copilot draws context from comments and code and suggests individual lines and whole functions instantly. GitHub Copilot is powered by OpenAI Codex, which is a new AI system created by OpenAI. The GitHub Copilot technical preview is available as a Visual Studio Code extension. Now you may wonder, does GitHub Copilot write perfect code? No, GitHub Copilot tries to understand your intent and tries to generate the best code it can, but the code it suggests may not always work or even make sense. They're working hard to make GitHub Copilot better. Code suggested by GitHub Copilot should be carefully tested, reviewed, and vetted like any other code. And as the developer, of course, you are always in charge. Okay, here's one. Windows 11 News. More from Microsoft. PC Health Check app. We mentioned that in the last episode. But the problem is... With the minimum system requirements in mind for Windows 11, the PC Health Check app was intended to help people check if their current Windows 10 PC could upgrade to Windows 11. But, based on their feedback so far, Microsoft acknowledges that it was not fully prepared to share the level of detail or accuracy you expected from them on why a Windows 10 PC doesn't meet upgrade requirements. Microsoft is temporarily removing the apps so that their team can address the feedback. They'll get it back online in preparation for general availability in the fall. And in the meantime, you can find out more about the requirements to upgrade to Windows 11 at Microsoft.com. And here's where I'm coming up now with my brief review of the webcam I mentioned in the last episode of TechBrood. And that camera is the webcam, the Anker, that's A-N-K-E-R, PowerConf C300. And just some more technical notes I mentioned before, it's compatible with Windows 7, 8, and 10, as well as Mac OS 10.13 and above. The software works with Windows 7, 8, and 10, but on a Macintosh, you need Mac OS 10.14 and above to use the software. Make sure you download the latest firmware for Macintosh, and a firmware update for Windows is coming soon, according to their website. As far as the camera, I only used it briefly this past week, but here's what I like so far. The video quality is pretty good in both regular and low light. 
The artificial intelligence power to autofocus feature seems to work pretty fast. The dual mics provide great sound when using it. And the wide angle feature of the camera is good if you have more than one person, but if you're by yourself, you need to adjust a little bit to not have such a wide view in the background. And also, we mentioned before, it has a 115 degree lens. And then as far as attaching it, the clip on the camera folds back to brace it, either on the back of your monitor or your laptop. And another nice feature is it has a privacy slide to cover the lens when you're not using it. And the camera hinge, it lets you tilt it from the forward position or up or down, and it can be moved left or right. So it's a pretty nice camera in that, a little over $100. There may be options more affordable for you. The biggest feature I like so far would be the low light feature in the microphones. So take a look if you're looking for a new webcam at the Anchor PowerComp 300. And this is not a sponsored review. It's just something I bought myself. Okay, time for the tech tips for this week. And here's one with a frightening name. It's called Print Nightmare Vulnerability. Yes, that's the name that Microsoft gave it. This vulnerability was announced this past week. Microsoft published an executive summary on July 2nd where they said they're aware of this vulnerability and investigating a remote code execution vulnerability that affects Windows print spooler and has assigned the CVE-2021-34527 to this vulnerability. And also, Microsoft also mentions that it's an evolving situation and they'll update the vulnerability notice as more information becomes available. So far, they know a remote code execution vulnerability exists when the Windows print spooler service improperly performs privileged file operations. An attacker who successfully exploits this vulnerability can run arbitrary code with system privileges. An attacker could also install programs, view, change, or delete data, or create new accounts with full user rights. Microsoft wants you to ensure that you have applied the security updates released on June 8th, 2021 and see the FAC and the workaround sections in the notice on how to help protect your system from this vulnerability. You might want to grab a pen, pencil, and crayon, write this down for the website to get more details. You can find it at msrc.microsoft.com forward slash update dash guide forward slash vulnerability, that's V-U-L-N-E-R-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y, forward slash C-V-E-2021-34527. Okay, so again, and if you know how, turn that print spooler off, especially if you're connected to a network that has outside access. Okay, here we go. One more tip for you today. How to translate text on an image with your iPhone. That's right, if you have text on an image, all you need to do is install Google Translate or Microsoft Translator. Both apps will allow you to open an image with text and then choose the languages you want to translate to or from. Pretty good tool if you need to do some translation on photos with text. Well, that's it. That's a wrap on another episode of Tech Brood for this episode. I want to thank everyone again for listening and remember, you want to enjoy your tech brood just the way you like it. And I hope this is the place where you can do that. So come back again for more for some tech news reviews and how-to information. And I'm Greg Doig again, wishing you the best day ever. Take care.